0: That ought to work. I went to the doctor Monday, and I had had, earlier this month, I'd had a heart monitor for 24 hours, and when I called to get the results, the lady called back and left me a message and said, your heart is in rhythm, everything is fine. And so I went to the doctor Monday, see a cardiologist, and uh, they did an EKG. He walked in, Dr. Warren did. He walked in, looked at me. He said, I can't believe it. <laughs> said, Your heart is in rhythm. And uh, I, of course, had, uh, at the time of the heart surgery, I had what they call maze procedures, which is supposed to correct the atrial fibrillation, but obviously it didn't work on me at that point. I don't know whether it's worked since then or what but things are better from the standpoint of the heart and I appreciate all your prayers and that's a result of that I'm sure. I received a call a few weeks ago and uh, was asked to speak at Rossville on their summer program, and I'll be there next Wednesday night speaking on that program. And when Steve told me Jim was going to be gone tonight, I said, well, really, that'd be a good time for me to try out what I'm going to use (laughs) at at Rossville, (laughs) see what I need to do to it. Uh, So that's what we're going to be looking at tonight. Turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. The series that they're using at Rossville is interesting. The series is Walking with God. And then there are different aspects of that. They gave me the subject Walking with God in the Sunshine. And I, I thought about that a minute. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> And then, of course, I realized what they were talking about. In good times, it's easy to forget God. And that's what Israel did. And how we need to understand the great lessons that we have there in the Old Testament. We're told about Enoch, of course. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Why? Because he pleased god he walked in obedience to god he did the will of god therefore he was pleasing to god now we know that the new testament tells us in romans 15 verse 4 that the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning someone says, well, why do we want to study the Old Testament? What good is it to us? Just because of what that verse says. Those things that were written before time were written for our learning. It's important that we study the Old Testament, that we learn the great lessons that are given to us there to help us Stay walking with God. Keep us going in the right direction, no matter what transpires in life. Now reading about the children of Israel in the Old Testament reveals much about them and how they lived and things that they did. And we find in Deuteronomy 10 and verse 12, these words. And now Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in His ways, and to love Him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul. That's Deuteronomy 10 and verse 12. What did God require of those people? He required them to do His will. Walk in His ways. And of course, when you look back, And see the things that transpired with them. We find they had great difficulty in doing that. But God wanted them to walk in His ways. Now, God expected the children of Israel to walk in His ways. Today, He expects you and I to walk in His ways. To live in obedience to him. To do his will. In Colossians 2 verse 6. Christians are told. As you therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk in him. Colossians 2 verse 6. You've received the Lord Jesus Christ. You've believed in him. You've repented of your sins. You have confessed the name of Christ. And you have been baptized into Christ for remission of sins. When you did that, then you became a part of God's family. You became a child of God. And as a child of God, you're to walk in Christ. And of course, to to walk in Him, you've got to be in Him. And the only way into Christ is to be baptized into Him... Galatians 3 and verse 27. That's the way we put him on. The Thessalonians Christians were told, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 11. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as as a father doth his children, that you walk worthy of God who hath called you into His kingdom and glory. God calls us by the gospel. And by that gospel we're called into the kingdom of His glory. We enter that kingdom when we enter Christ. We enter that kingdom when we're baptized into Christ for remission of sins. So we need to understand then the kingdom is right now in existence. It'll stay in existence until Christ comes, and 1 Corinthians 15 makes it plain to us that when He comes, He'll deliver the kingdom up to God. And obviously then, one must be in that kingdom to be delivered up to God. And so when you study the Bible, look at these things that are so clearly and plainly set forth, it becomes obvious Just as God required those children of Israel to walk in His ways, He requires the same thing of you and I today. Walk in His ways. Well, since they gave me the subject, walking with God in the sunshine, walking with God when things are going good, walking with God in a land of plenty, God promised Israel a land of plenty. In Deuteronomy 31 and verse 20, we find these words. For when I shall have brought them into the land which I swear unto their fathers, that floweth with milk and honey, and they have eaten and filled themselves and waxen fat, they will turn unto other gods and serve them, and provoke me, and break my covenant. You see, God knew. He understands humanity. He created us. He knows what our weaknesses are. And when everything is going good, and we have all that we need, well, I got that through my own power. See, that was the problem with Israel. That was the way they got to thinking. And they got in trouble as a result. Look at Deuteronomy 8 now. <clears throat> Notice the first few words here. All the commandments which I command thee this day. Shall ye observe to do. That ye may live. And multiply. And go in and possess the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers. That great good land that they were promised. He tells them here, don't forget. You need to observe and do the commandments. Live in obedience to God. Do His will in all things. Verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness. To humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no what about us today will we keep his commandments or no if we're going to please god we must keep his commandments verse 3 and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna. Which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know. That he might make thee know. That man doth not live by bread only. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. Doth man live. Well, what a great lesson there for us. We live by obeying God by doing His will living by what His word teaches that's how we live the kind of life that God wants us to live here and if we fail to do that then we can't expect to live with God eternally in heaven but in this promised land God warned Israel concerning the good things that He was giving them look further now Look at verse 4. Thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. You think of those forty years. God blessed them. Not even their clothes wore out. That's something to think about. God, the power of God. So he says, Thou shalt also consider, verse 5, In thine heart. That as a man chasteneth his son. So the Lord God chastened thee. You see the purpose of what transpired. It was chastening. To remind them of the need. To keep the commandments of God. Verse 6. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God. To walk in his ways. And to fear him. Walk in his ways and fear him. Now, one thing that Jim has emphasized over and over again is the need to study the Word of God. Because it is in that Word that he teaches us how to live. And so that Word is important to us. And we need to learn to walk in his ways and and to fear him. Verse 7, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains, and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. Rich land. Verse 8, And a land of wheat, and barley, (coughs) and and vines, (coughs) and fig trees, and pomegranates, A land of olive oil and honey. A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land of whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. What a place. What a place that was. The goodness of that land, the richness of that land, this is what God promised them, and they could have had all of them. But some of them didn't get to go into the promised land because they forgot God. In the promised land, they walked in the sunshine. They were blessed with everything they needed. Look at verse 9, or verse 10, rather. When thou shalt have when that when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. You're in that land of plenty. You've got everything you could want. Be careful that you don't let that move you away, cause you to forget God, and the fact that God has made that possible for you. Verse 12, Lest when thou hast eaten, and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, And thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Just see what's happening. The richness that they were enjoying. Verse 14. Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and the house of bondage. You think about all the things that God did in leading them out of the bondage. All the great things that they saw. And God provided for them even bread to eat. He took every every need. The clothes didn't wear out. And yet, they forgot God because of all that they enjoyed. Verse 14. Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God that brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint. God gave them water to drink when it wasn't any. Verse sixteen Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, when thy fathers which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter. End. What does God promise us in the latter end? Home in heaven. But in order to have that home in heaven, we've got to walk in His ways and keep on walking in His ways. Whatever time that we have here on this earth, that must be given in service to Him. But these people had a difficulty. They forgot God. Verse 17, And thou shalt say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand have gotten me this well. See their difficulty. I don't need God. Look what I've been able to do. I've been able to amass all these things I don't need God. So they forgot God. They forgot where the blessings came from. <laughs> Someone said one time that people are like hogs under the tree, enjoying the acres, acres, but never look up to see where they come from. <laughs> And I guess that's a pretty good description sometimes of human beings and the difficulty that we have. But verse 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant which He swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do it all, forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day, that ye shall perish. You see, there's where we need to realize the need for faithfulness. God is going to let people be perish, a perish who forget him, who quit walking in his way. Let things of this life get in the way and no longer do his will. Verse 20, As the nations which the Lord God destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. One of the great things that we see looking back at the old testament looking at the children of israel and the problems they had now think of this we today live in a land of plenty you think about that we're meeting here tonight in a very comfortable building not even like it was the other night we didn't have air conditioning the other night tonight we've got air conditioning no doubt you drove here in an air-conditioned car, comfort, ease as a result, and you uh, are having a good life, living in a land of plenty. And I know, and we all know, that we're in a time of poor economy, but we're still blessed above anyone else when we're a Christian doing the will of God. That's something we need never to forget. You know, if you've had the privilege like I have of being some of these other countries. My granddaughter spent six months in Peru. She learned some lessons while she was down there. She saw how people had to live. And she better appreciates now what we enjoy in this country. When I was in Vietnam, there were people living on the base, Vietnamese military people. They lived in huts with dirt floors. And those people who lived out in those jungles lived a lot worse than that. And you go to some places like that, and you begin to appreciate the fact that America is a land of plenty. And because of that we can be prone to do exactly what Israel did. Forget about God and fail to, to remember that He's the one who makes everything plentiful. Like those children of Israel. Remember what they said? My power And the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. Deuteronomy 8 verse 17. It's all my doing. That's exactly the way they were thinking. And as a result, they were in deep trouble. They forgot that it was God who gave them the power to get that wealth. And we today need to remember, God makes all things possible that we enjoy. And the danger that we face is the same danger that Israel faced. A land of plenty. And we enjoy those things. And if we're not careful, we let that cause us to forget God and quit walking in His way. So we need to walk in His ways even in the sunshine, the good times of life. Now the Israelites, of course, are examples to help us learn not to make the same mistakes they did. When we move over to the New Testament in 1 Corinthians 10 11, that verse says, now all these things happened to them as examples. And they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 11 from the New King James Version. That chapter in 1 Corinthians 10 tells us about some great mistakes that Israel made. And it warns, don't let happen what happened to them happen to you. That's what it's warning. Don't let that move you away and cause you to forget God. Remember what Romans 15 4 pointed out. Those things were written aforetime were written for our learning. So we need to spend time with these things that have been written for our learning. We need to study and be reminded of our need to live in obedience to God. We need to learn the great lessons which are given to us through the children of Israel. Not to make the same mistakes they did. Not to let the goodness that we enjoy in this land of plenty in which we live cause us to forget God and turn away from Him. That's exactly what those people did. As they dwelt in the land of promise, enjoyed all the great things God had given them, they forgot him. Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmanful, and hast forgotten that he that formed thee. Deuteronomy 32 verse 18. All the things that they enjoyed, they just forgot that God was the one who gave it. God was the one who made it possible. And that's the thing that we need to remember today. And the scripture very plainly says, The wicked shall be turned unto hell. And all the nations that forget God. Psalm 9 and verse 17. There's great danger in forgetting God. Because those who forget God will be lost. Huh? Some of it happened today, didn't it? Yes, uh, it's quite obvious that it's already happened. And we're, we're going to some constant, I'm not sure. No, no doubt about that. But that's where, as Christians, we've got to continue to walk with God, to do our best to serve Him faithfully. Okay. Mm -hmm. no doubt about that and it's it's a great lesson for us just go back and look at it and say don't let this happen to us look at those examples and to be sure we don't do the same thing Now, those who wish to live eternally with God in heaven must walk with Him in this life. The Bible very plainly sets that forth, that we can't go to heaven unless we walk with God, do His will, obey Him, His commandments. We, of course, learn from the example of the children of Israel what a tragedy it is To forget God. How sad that so many people were not even able to enter that promised land because they forgot God and let things keep them from getting there. And then those who did enter the land of promise and were walking in the sunshine with all the wonderful things that God had given them, they let that Move them away. Began to worship other gods. They forgot God and considered Their, they no longer needed Him. Look back there at Deuteronomy 8 verses 19 and 20 again. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish as the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face. Remember how God overcame the nations that they faced, overthrow those nations when they were on their way to the promised land. As the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish. They perished and you will too if you forget God. Because you would not be obedient under the voice of the Lord your God. So then, walking in the sunshine, when we're enjoying all the blessings that God bestows upon us, that can cause us to forget God just like Israel did. And if we do... And we won't be able to live eternally with God in heaven. So much value in the Old Testament. How thankful we are to have it. That we might read it. That we might learn to study these lessons. And let them help us to keep walking in the sunshine. Keep on doing the will of God. So one day we can Go home to live with Him eternally. What a great lesson there for us. Who has the closing prayer? Yeah.